So I remember a few years back, actually maybe more than a few, several years back, I came home from work and we were sitting around the dinner table sharing stories with each other and I recounted an event at work. I said one of my clients had reneged on a transaction. Suddenly my son Sean perked up and he said, oh dad, that's a word master word. We learned that today. The word means to go back on a promise or a contract. And I thought, wow, that's great. My son is really impressed by my use of his seventh grade vocabulary. <laughs> I bring this up because when I was reading a commentary about the ascension of our Lord, I ran across the word liminal. And I thought, hmm, the ascension is a liminal moment in our Easter season. So just by chance, I said, hey, Sean, do you know what the word liminal means? And he said, I remember that, Dad. That was a word master word. It, it means in between or transition. So I'm grateful for Sean's strong vocabulary and particularly grateful for the teachers who taught it to him. Liminal, that's the word that sticks with me today. A transitional moment, a time between times where we leave one place on our journey and we enter another. Liturgically, we're at the end of our Easter celebration, but we've yet to arrive at our next destination, which is Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. Not to worry, we'll get to that next week. But transitions are about endings and new beginnings. To understand this, all you need to do is look at those pictures of the graduating class of 2020 that hang on those banners above Milwaukee Avenue. Lots of us are encountering transitions. All of us are encountering transitions from shelter in place to reopening our economy to working at home to hopefully reopening our church. Just like the disciples that gathered with Jesus on the mountain of Galilee, I think many of us can relate to the enormous sense of change and transition in our world today. Some of us are asking ourselves, how did we get here? How will this all end? How will we navigate through this transition? What will be our new normal? Our gospel today is an inflection point where we are asked to straddle between the last chapter of Matthew's gospel and the beginning of the Acts of the Apostles. Endings and new beginnings. The ascension of our Lord does in fact feel like a liminal moment because it's where Jesus transitions from his earthly presence to his divine reality. Today's feast celebrates such an important part of the resurrection narrative. 
the enthronement of Christ in heaven at the right hand of God, his Father. So many of our readings from this Easter season focused the attention on Jesus' bodily resurrection. He ate with his apostles. He asked Thomas to touch his wounds. He walked on the road to Emmaus. But today we stand alongside the disciples, awestruck as he is lifted up to heaven. Just take a moment to imagine yourself being one of those disciples standing there, looking up at the sky and saying, what in the world is going on? What's happening here? I think we can relate to these confusing emotions. Lately, we've all been looking around and asking ourselves some of the very same questions. What can I make of this situation that I'm living through? The disciples must have been overwhelmed by this strange turn of events, the reality of the divinity of their friend, who they only knew through his humanity. The disciples wondered aloud, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? There they were on the mountain of Galilee where Jesus gave his Sermon on the Mount, the summary of his entire teachings so beautifully expressed in the Beatitudes. The eleven worshipped the resurrected Jesus as they gathered there, but some doubted. It was a divided response, some believing and others holding back, at least initially. They lacked understanding, which is not entirely different from all of us. Ultimately, the disciples came to understand that staring up at the sky doesn't work because the ascension is not an up, up, and away proposition. Jesus does not simply just float away. Rather, the ascension is a feast of continuing communication, even though that form of communication has changed. While Jesus is not going to be with his disciples physically, just as he once was, he is going to remain with them. The ascension signifies a change in how Jesus is going to present himself to his disciples and to each and every one of you and I. Jesus promises in the gospel today that he remains present to us in a new way, in a new body, through the community of believers, which is all of us, the church. The last chapter of Matthew's gospel is not an ending at all. In fact, it could be titled, and now it begins, or now it continues. We have not been left alone. We are the new body of Christ. 
We have his power because we have the sacraments and we have each other. It is the new body of Christ that stands strong during these difficult times, in these liminal moments. Our gospel today serves as a basis for our mission together. Jesus declares very clearly it is our duty to make disciples of all nations. We are all summoned to this mission. There is a clear call to action. It's straightforward and all-encompassing. This means making the gospel known through witness of our words and our actions within our families, within the places we work, within our entire community, wherever we find ourselves. The circumstances presented to us today give us so many opportunities to bear witness and to live, live out this important truth. Thankfully, we're not left alone to rely on our own resources because Jesus is there to unleash the power of his message, his message of unconditional love and mercy. We should always take comfort in the knowledge of today's gospel. Jesus assures us that he will remain with us always until the end of the age. He will never renege on his promise, even in this liminal period of time.